When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family on the Tom Bernard <laughs> Podcast with Alex Brant-Bernard Rasmussen. Co-host, Catherine Brandt. Adam's with us as well, but he doesn't want to talk, so that's good. But we have a very <laughs> special guest coming up uh, immediately, ladies and gentlemen. He'll be on the phone because he's too lazy to come in. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Well, it's another year. What's new for 2023 at Walzer? Well, we're going back in time in a way. You bought a DeLorean franchise. Not exactly. Uh. The market's returning to normal. New inventories are getting back to pre-pandemic levels, and used car prices are returning to normal. So what's a 1995 Camry worth? Deep sympathy. Uh. Mike, have you considered something newer? Well, I would if it came with a 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty. Hey, was that convincing? As if I knew what a powertrain was? No. It's major medical coverage for your car, and it's free with every new car and most used cars at Walzer. I hope you're also keeping your return and exchange program. Of course, people really like that because it means you can't make a mistake. Interestingly, though, we sold 45,000 cars last year, and we took back less than 100. Amazing upfront pricing, a free 150,000-mile warranty, a return and exchange policy. It's no wonder you sold 45,000 cars last year. To learn more, go to walzer.com. Can I add something? No. There's no question about it, but Bob Sansevier. <laughs> Bob Sansevier joins us. How are you doing, Bobby? I am doing terrific, Tom. Much better than those Eagles fans, than the Eagles oh. are doing. Okay, yeah, no, Adam, I, gotta, I do have to ask Adam a question. Adam, are you a football fan? Uh, you know, I was, but then I had a child, so I don't get much time to do any of that anymore. Sorry. <laughs> right, it, will, <laughs> it will interfere with that. It will. It's true. Um, I, Bob, 
I, look, I don't have. I didn't have a favorite here. I, I thought Kansas City was a terrific team. I thought Philadelphia was a terrific team. So I didn't really have a favorite to win. But I just wish the game wasn't decided on a ridiculous call. I understand he touched his back. I didn't even see him pull on his shirt, Bob. Did he pull on his shirt? Yes, he did. And at first I thought he swung him around. That's not what happened. But you know what, Tom? Here's my feeling on it. You cannot stop calling uh, penalties because it's the end of the game. Because that, in a big way, benefits the defense. And he was not in any way mauled. But there's no question that the, the flag could be thrown. Should it have been? Well, every Eagles fan will say no. Every Chiefs fan will say yes. But I was most impressed. And if they had gotten, uh, if that play had never been called the penalty, the Eagles, I'm sure, would have marched downfield and kicked the game-winning field goal if not scored a touchdown. But that's the way it goes. And also, I thought it was brilliant the way Andy Reid, Mahomes, and the best decision of all that sequence after the penalty, and they had like two minutes to burn, a little less than that, was Derek McKinnon, the former Viking, stop, who stopped from the end zone when you're in the Super Bowl? He knew not to go in to kill the clock. Terrific. I know. Oh, that's what that was? That's why yep. he didn't make the touchdown. Right. And the Eagles wanted him to score because they knew that that's what was going to happen otherwise. And it was a lot of guys could not control their enthusiasm and try to get in. Right. I was, very true. I was very confused on why he would just not do it. Um, back to the other play for a second. The only problem I have with that, Bob, is the fact that he in no way could have ever caught that football anyway. It was overthrown by about 15 yards. Uh, yes, maybe no, because Juju uh, would have just kept going, and it would have been certainly closer. Because when, when we first saw him thinking, my God, that's a horrible pass. How could he overthrow him by that much? Right, but right. I, again, I don't really have a problem with the call. And I was, I was pulling for the Chiefs. I thought the Eagles... With the, I, I even put some on social media that I thought the Eagles are so talented they'll win unless uh, Jalen Hurts has a turnover pox game or he's mediocre. He was not mediocre, but that no. fumble he had for the touchdown, I don't know how he lost the ball. I agree. It wasn't slapped out of his hands. It just fell out. Yep. And historically, because I covered football for decades, uh, over the years it's close to 90% of the time – there's a defensive touchdown or an inter- like a, or a special teams touchdown. The team that scores the touchdown wins because it's such a momentum changer. Now, that was kind of negated when the Eagles took a 10-point lead after that. But that's second right. half. Tom, Mahomes, people will start talking about him if he wins another one as being the new GOAT. Because Brady's gone, and even though Brady has seven Super Bowl wins, Mahomes God. is unbelievable. He is. If, if you could take... Him, Mahomes right now, or Brady in his prime, I think I'd take Mahomes. Really? He things with his legs. Look, what he, yeah. okay, look yeah. what he did in this game. When he came off in the first half, he looked like he was in more pain than he was when he first got hurt in that, uh, that first playoff game they had. It was unbelievable. Four, they had four drives in the second half, scored on every drive. The last drive was the field goal, but they had touchdowns in the other three. What he did was magnificent. And he is so tough. Nothing phases this guy. I understand. Look, it was a terrific game. Catherine and I only watched about half of it. We didn't get. It. We kept, you know, coming and going. Watched the first half, and then kind of popped in and popped out for the second half. Um, it was a terrific game, no question about it. I just, 
I, I don't have a lot of passion for it because it's not my Vikings who in, uh, what now, 57 Super Bowls have never won one. But other than that. Oh, you're so better. <laughs> Somebody is in there. If, if you are in your mid-40s, it's very likely you were not yet born the last time they played in the Super Bowl. Because it goes back to, like, 76, 77. The last oh, time God. Think about that. 45 years or more. I know. <clears throat> I know. It's unbelievable, Bob. I've mentioned this before. I looked it up. I think it's been 10 years now or a little bit more. The guy who grew a beard after the last one, I'm not shaving this until they win. He died with the long beard. Not yeah, I remember that. Ankles. It was down to his ankles. His beard was down to yeah, his ankle because he didn't shave. Unbelievable. <laughs> that is a great story. Oh, There's no question. No question about it. A great story. But in any case, so your uh, Philadelphia Eagles uh, lose it. Kansas City Chiefs win it. And again, I, I admired both teams, so I didn't really have a favorite to win it. Uh, I thought they were both terrific teams. Uh, it's unfortunate because Philadelphia had such a wonderful run there. Uh, didn't he only lose one game as the head coach? Uh, no, this you're talking about the Eagles coach, Sirianni? Yeah. No, they lost three games this year. Because they oh, had I thought, two I th- games without, without Hurts. They lost two of the, two of the three Oh, that's what it was. Okay. There you when go. When he had the shoulder injury. And by the way... I wonder, he didn't look like he had any issue with his shoulder until the last play when he tried heaving it, and it went way yeah. short. I mean, maybe his yeah. shoulder went on him on that last throw, because that was, he had to get it to the end zone, and he couldn't. Yeah, I understand. You know, so no question about who knows? it. But I, I enjoyed, I really enjoyed how it came down at the end, because it was, I mean, that was fun to watch. Yeah, you know, with the it was. And also, you know, the penalty. And when the guy, I have, I don't recall a defensive player ever admitting I held. He admitted it. He was a stand-up yep. guy and said I held. So there's there's that. And I, I'm dying to hear uh, your reactions to Rihanna. I still, what was those? What were those things at halftime? She was dancing with. I did not watch the halftime show. I have no interest in halftime oh, shows anymore. They go on you. for about 45 minutes. For Christ's sake. No. None it, for me. It, it, well, here, here's the thing that was good about it too. At the end of it, because they had so many people on the field, and they wheel out the, uh, you know, the big stage. The field was in, It's the worst field I've ever seen for a Super Bowl. So I've heard. They were slipping and sliding all over. Yep. It was horrible. No, they had a so, huge problem with the logos. I mean, the logos. Oh, I don't know. Michael Bryant. Yeah, they were like shredded to bits. Yeah. yeah. And, and nobody could get, everybody was losing traction when they got to the logos. So there was something about those that the way they put them on, that was a mess. Well, Mike, no, 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 did you notice? I don't remember the logos going that far along the Usually it was a round logo. Now they're going with the rectangle that goes to like the 20. Yeah, I guess. So it's a lot of the field. Yeah, I guess you're right. They did have a lot more going on. It seemed like they spent more time figuring out how to keep Rihanna on that platform than they did trying to keep the players yeah, on the field. a lot of fascinating. <laughs> also, by the way, if you notice on social media, maybe people should look. One of my son's friends was over, and he looked up because she looked bigger. She's pregnant. Oh, is, it, oh, is she pregnant? She just question. had a baby. She did, yep. second uh, child. But people, not, don't go after her for being fat like like Terry Bradshaw did the poor Andy Reid. <laughs> <laughs> well, Andy Reid looked. Did any of you see that? What he said to him. Andy Reid looked. Andy looked. Andy Reid looked really big when he was walking around that field. Well, okay, but what Bradshaw said was, "Hey, Andy Reid, waddle over here." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Oh, my God. Yeah. No. That's uh, that's good. Now, kind of tying in with that, but this is a coincidence, as a matter of fact, because I, I didn't, that whole waddle on over here 
think I had forgotten about. But Catherine asked me last night, and you guys could all answer this question because you know the answer. She said, I noticed a big difference in the NFL now. They don't have any fat players anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, they don't, I, you don't see the refrigerator Perry's anymore. No. Well, they, you really don't. You, you've suddenly got guys that are like mountains, you yes. know, that you yes. used to be, you know, linemen would be big pudgy guys. Now they're just like these, you know, monuments <laughs> to the world. They are. Guys well, are huge. Year round, they have to be in shape and they all have weight restrictions that they can't exceed a weight that's set for them by the training staff. So they're very much on top of this. Probably the biggest guy, one of them, was Indomitian Sue. Yep. Who you oh, know, yeah, he was... signed a one-year deal. He knows he's not going to be around next year, or unlikely will be. Mm-hmm. So, But I, I enjoy I mean, I really liked it. And, Mike, I don't know if you heard what I was asking. And I know what your answer will be. Tom Brady in his prime or Patrick Mahomes right now? If you were drafting, who would you want? No, oh, I'd take Tom Brady in his prime. I knew that. Yeah, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't need to have ask. any doubt about that. I mean, you know, especially when you when you factor in uh, how how immobile Brady is compared to Mahomes, how much more he was able to do. Um, also, Brady, as much as you know, uh, what's his name, uh, Lawrence Taylor was whining about the other day. Brady didn't exist under under the powder puff rules for quarterbacks the whole time. I mean, no. they used to they used to let him tee off early on in his career. You know, now Mahomes takes advantage of that powder puff rule like you know crazy, um, and uh, it uh, it's a different world for quarterbacks. Well, if Mahomes, see the difference to me to Mahomes and, and Hurts and a lot of these other younger quarterbacks, they are running quarterbacks. Mahomes is a quarterback who can run, and he proved that with the bad ankle when he needed yardage, he went and got it. Yep. And he could be unbelievable if he actually became more of a running quarterback. Because the things he does, I, I just love watching him play. Yeah, he got a lot done yesterday. With, with know, the like bad wheel. Mm-hmm. We watched the uh, the first half of it and then kind of popped in and out in the second half of it. And I literally thought when we, when we went back after uh, about a half an hour, we didn't watch anything we went back. I thought that, that the Eagles would have a big lead and the game would be – but wow. we tuned back in and they're tied up, and it was unbelievable. Well, it, it, you know, I, I said that the key was going to be – or I thought the key was going to be if Kansas City's defense stood up. And mm-hmm. Kansas City's defense did stand up enough in the second half. Um, at, at points, it looked like Philadelphia was going to push them all over the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Kansas City's defense held up enough and um, kept them in the game. And then Mahomes was able to do something. And then you got a little ref help at the very end. Yeah, three straight touchdowns uh, by, by Kansas City. That was pretty impressive in that second half. Three straight touchdowns on three straight drives. It's pretty yeah. amazing. Well, yeah. You know, I said to my, uh, my son and his friends yesterday watching the game, if I'm Sirianni, Every play I call is going to be a quarterback sneak. He gets three yards every time he does that. Yeah. So you get four of those, and you get another first down. It's un- I've never watched and enjoyed a quarterback sneak more than watching them. They're unstoppable. Because these guys, the linemen go so low to take the legs out, and then they just plow, and he gets his three yards, and it's a first down. Yeah. That's fun to watch. Yeah, that's uh, part of the game. And, you know, for early, it looked like Kelsey was getting uh, open like in, incredible, like they weren't even covering him. Um, and there were some great passes yesterday also. Mm-hmm. Well, I also, until the second half, I kept thinking, and I looked at halftime, he's not thrown to his wide receivers, Mahomes. Right. Then he starts throwing to Juju about six or seven times in the second half because I, you would have thought they'd be all over Kelsey. Kelsey pretty much, 
he was open whenever he wanted to be. I know. Which was every play. Yep. It, it was amazing. Yep. And that they couldn't get to him as well with a bad ankle. I, I, I enjoyed the game thoroughly. And even some of the commercials I like. Kansas City did a really good job of working all their pieces, so that so that there were a lot of lot of different options that you went with, and and that kept what was a great defense with Philadelphia on their toes the whole time, and led to them breaking down the way they did. Well, they're not yeah. as great a defense as we thought because again they had the seventy sacks, but the great defenses that have won Super Bowls don't give up thirty five points. As a matter of fact. I think that was, I saw that was the most points for the Eagles, most points scored by a losing team, which I, I hadn't realized that that, you know, no losing, there had never been any, uh, you know, shootouts like that before. Wow. Which, it was fun. I, I mean, I enjoyed it. And I, Mike, we were talking about before you came on how much fun it was in the final few minutes when they just stalled the clock and they did exactly what you need to do and didn't get antsy about scoring yeah, well, that the slide the guy made at the at the end was that's 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 great. I mean, that's smart for a guy that young to make that move, and they that's good coaching, you know. And those are the mistakes that good uh, that bad teams make because they don't get good coaching or they don't think of those things. Well, he got that when he was a Viking. He yeah. learned all of it here. Oh, he the did. Who from? Was there a coach that we weren't aware of that was teaching people stuff? Yeah, probably was somebody. <laughs> You know, and by the way, I also think that it was Andy Reid calling the entire second half because he went out of his way to say what a great job Eric Bieniemy did in the second half calling plays. Andy Reid took over because he was the one with the with the play chart. And he was the one making the calls. So, so, so do you think that good. hurt Bieniemy yesterday? Because I mean, you know, Bieniemy keeps getting into you know discussions as a head coach, but doesn't get the job anywhere. I just think because he's with Andy Reid, he's tied too much to that, and I. I'm not a enemy fan that goes back to the far or NFC Championship game. There were 12 men on the field because Eric enemy was the running back's coach, and he sent the 12th man on the field. Yeah, yeah. he did. You know, that so is true. Good. All right, i got to ask I, you one. You what? No, no, I, I, I stopped. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just, I was babbling. Do you have a dog, like, howling in the background? Yeah, what is that, Bill? Yes, and I, it's a dog that will never be heard from again after I get off the air. <laughs> oh, no. Wow, Leave Bob. the dog alone. Jeez, Bob. Poor dog. Poor uh, puppy. Jeez. Well, I, I, will, uh, I will find a, a nice little vet that can take out a larynx. Wow. I guess they have larynxes, right? Did you but get a puppy? One of these little, uh, we did, but it's not the puppy. It's just those little annoying chihuahua. One of the chihuahuas. Oh. Mm. They just, oh, they're just so annoying. Yeah, that'll happen, no question about it. You, have you ever heard of a dog that's been debarked? Yes, my sister did. Yeah, your that. sister did it, I remember. Have you ever heard a dog bark that's been debarked? Mm-mm. It's, oh, it's, it's, ugly. it's It's literally like this. Wow. Ugh. Ugh. It sounds like, horrendous. Oh, How do they debark them? They take, take out, out their, their larynx or something. Or the larynx or the yeah. larynx words, or do they do something? Wow. It's not pretty. I will tell you, the bark is not very pretty. If you think the howling that you got now, Bob, you'd you'd appreciate that howling if you heard those dogs bark and howl. It's not pretty. Hmm. That so must I be a dog you love a lot. If you want to keep it after you de, de- I don't think you love a dog it. that you want but you're ha- keeping not it. Have it bark yeah, versus getting rid of it and just going. Okay, we're done well, with the problem. Like sounds like Bob's gonna ship this one off to the ocean. You know. 
Well, you know, sometimes you live in a, an apartment building that allows dogs. And yeah. if you've got a dog that barks all day while you're gone, you, you get like two complaints and then you've got to get rid of the dog. Right. But you get yeah, rid of the so, dog where if you love the dog and you delarence it and then bring it back, that seems like a lot. I know. It does. Uh-huh. It's all. It, actually, usually with just a little bit of training, Bob Sansevier, you can con- <laughs> keep dogs from <laughs> barking. <laughs> she goes after Sandy. I like it. She went right after Sandy. That's a good thing. Um, we got uh, something to talk to Bob about in a second yeah. here, but I do want to mention one thing. What What goes on? 12 days from today. What's 12 days from today? 12 days from today, so that would be the 25th. What would go on on the 25th? Mm -hmm. Is that the first spring training game? Indeed. It's a split squad. The Rays and the Twins, and then the Twins and the Orioles. Uh, obviously, uh, Twins home game for the with the Rays. The, the other half of the squad is at the Orioles. Saturday, February 25th, 1.05 p.m., both games. And I will be on an airplane the entire time they're playing, so isn't that just wonderful? The you, first game of the year, I get to see none of it. Because you would have watched it? Oh, God, I love the Twins. I will never, ever give up my love for the Twins. Okay. Unless you're watching the Twins. <laughs> yeah, then it's a whole problem. Then I get pissed off. I've right. been around you watching Twins games, and I don't know about that, but okay. I love the Twins, but they piss me off. But, you know, 87 and 91, they did pretty well. So that was only 32 years ago now. Think about that. You do. And it's always the, begin- the beginning of spring when you start getting those pitchers and catchers reporting this week. And we had truck yep. day in Boston a week ago, which is a big day in Boston when that truck leaves the Fenway Park. Yeah, oh, I bet. Yeah. And um, then you'll start having the games, and then we'll get things rolling again, and we'll see what this season looks like. And by the way, it's not only the Twins. I just love it. Look, I like football. I think basketball is pretty. I used to be a big Celtics fan back in the day when they had McHale and all those fellas. And then I got to meet them, and I decided I didn't like them anymore. But in any case, um, uh, yeah, I just – baseball, I, I've always loved baseball. I was nine years old when the Twins came from Washington, D.C., and uh, I will never forget. And, and them what? And I did predict they'd win the World Series in '87, Bob. I don't know if you remember that or not. But before the season started, I said the Twins are going to win a World Series this year. You know, hmm. and nobody believed me. The only reason that I thought that because I get Herbeck asked me that all the time. How did you know that? What what was that all about? I said I watched you guys, and you were all friends. You were all very friendly to one another. You'd laugh and joke and. That whole squad of 25, when you get the coaches and all the rest of it, 30, 30 some people, every one of them got along. It was yeah. really something to watch. And they made some good moves during the season. And yeah, yeah. That, was, that, was a, that, was, that team did get along very, very well. They did. And that's why I thought they might win that World Series. And then, of course, uh, they had to carry Herbeck the entire time. But, you know, mm. just kidding. Herbeck, uh, did Herbeck ever, was he, I think it was. Uh, he had a grand slam that won one of the games. He did. I know that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Well, well. And game... speaking of Herbeck, he will be uh, coming on the Tom Bernard Morning Show coming up very, very soon. He'll be on, I would assume, uh, the 27th of, uh, of February because that's a Monday, 27th of February. The Twins take on your Boston Red Sox, baby. Yeah, they do. So uh, it was great to, to hear from Herbeck. But, uh, and the reason that I'm so happy that, you know, Kristen Burt's going to be on the morning show with us. She's taking Mike Evans' spot uh, as the Hollywood reporter because Evans has his own stuff going on or he's committed or whatever the hell it is. But we love Kristen Burt, so she's going to be on the show then talking about that. 
Um, we got Herbeck coming, but we got everybody coming. The only one who's not coming on the show is um, is Mike Evans. And I know Bob, you've uh, you've got something to mention. Bob's Did Bob still there? hang up? Bob the Bob. dog the dog got Bob. The dog went after him. <laughs> what the hell is he doing? <clears throat> Let me see if I can call him back here. What the hell did he do? I went through all of that to introduce him, and he's not there. Mm-hmm. Typical Sanny. Still shows he's connected. Hmm. Ju- Bob. He's Maybe he went on mute about the dog. Sanny. We don't care about the dog. Yeah, Bob, we don't care about the dog. We can barely hear it. Yeah. Maybe he got we get... another Hagee's delivery. I wouldn't doubt that. Uh-huh. And by I'm... the way. I want to say this one more time. And by the way, next time you come down here, Michael Bryant, you're going to have to, we're going to have to get out there. Catherine and I went, Alex, two nights ago. We went out to Mario the Baker. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That is the best pizza on earth. Wow. It's good pizza. Oh, God, is that good pizza. It's that unbelievable. Pizza. So we'll, we'll be thinking about you next time everybody comes to town. We're going to Mario the Baker. I guarantee that because it was phenomenal. Yeah, I was thinking about those croissants the other day. Oh, I just had one yesterday. My first one, though, since I, uh, since I came back, I know that. Yeah, really? I dragged. I went down to the farmers market thing, and I dragged two people over to Louis because they're like, "Why didn't you just get a croissant here?" I'm like, "No, Mm-mm. once you've had Louis, you can't go back." It's true. So I dragged them all the way over there, and they're like, "They're like, okay, I'm gonna taste it." They're like. Oh. Oh my God! Yep. <laughs> this is good. They are good. It is. <laughs> By the way, Michael, I thought of you uh, that same day because for lunch, we went out to the beach, and I had what did I have that would remind me would of be you? A lobster roll. You got it, Palomino. And Dan. Yeah. Yes. Dan's oh, and Dan favorite. too. Dan. Dan's favorite. By Dan the way, Camille. they've changed a little bit. The lobster roll now, out at the Breakers. Is fifty dollars? Fifty dollars. Although, although when you get something in the breakers, you don't really notice it. You know, no, I mean? <laughs> it's like that's like it's incidental exactly. at that place. Yeah. Jesus, that place is that place a bit expensive. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabanco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. So yes. did did we lose Sandy completely? Must have. Well, he had an announcement to make. That's why he was going to be on. I figured we'd cover the Super Bowl and talk about the twin season a little bit and then make his announcement for him. But we got to have him on for the announcement. I, I just texted him Maybe as well Maybe a horse is here. running down the road. What would you say, Adam? I just texted him as well here. I'll find out what's I going on. I think the dog got him. Dog. You think the dog's yep. got pissed off at the barking thing? No, the dog just decided, I'm going to take you out first. 
Yeah, I heard you threaten me. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I mean, you it's might a be chihuahua. right about that. Yeah. <laughs> I just how Bob's that. in a car being driven down the road with a big guy behind him and the dog driving. Yep, that, you see that happened before, no question about it. Going to get a box of cannolis. No. I mean, honest to God, what could have happened? Do you think somebody bumped them off? Is that what happened? Yep, yep. You never know. Yep. I don't really understand it, but such is life. And But I, I would assume in the next, we're on for another hour, so I can assume we can get a hold of Sansevier at some point in that hour, I'm thinking so. anyway. One can hope. Is Kostaki coming on today? Uh, yes, he's on at 11.30 uh, Central Time, as a matter of fact, so we're Very looking good. forward to that as well. Very good. Kostaki does a great job. No, oh, wait a minute. Bob's texting me. I've been talking to you, and you can't hear me. Huh. Unmute your mic. Yeah, unmute your mic, Bob. That might have something to Try do with Try that. It. That might have happened. Adam, anything on your end that we might be able to do to help? Yeah, I'm trying to give him a call back again here. Let's make the call. And he says he's been. I've been talking to you, and you can't hear me. <laughs> he's just chattering on yeah. and on. La, la, la. <laughs> Bob and empty vessel sounds like. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. How's who that knows? Working? Who knows what pearls we're missing out on? Yeah. Sans of your. We got a big announcement, and all of a sudden we lose him. Hmm. But he didn't lose him. We just can't hear him. Who the hell knows what happened? I still wouldn't doubt that Sandy muted his mic and doesn't even know it. What do you think? Bob, you there? What? I can hear him oh, off super in the distance. Quiet. Yeah. Yeah, quiet. Bob, I am here. We're connected. We can hear you, but you're off in the distance, so figure it out, you well, he's, stiff. He's just on his telephone, right? Yeah, I think yeah. he's hearing him through the telephone right now. Uh, I don't know what would be wrong. He's super well, quiet. We almost got the whole segment in, and then a, a typical Sansevier had to screw it up at the end. Well, we'll wait for him about one more minute, and then if he's not back, I'm going to have to, because we have to move on with other stuff. In any case, what? Did you guys talk about the State of the Union at all last week? Uh, no. no. Why? I don't, I don't I like the crabbiness. Who needs it? Oh, okay. I didn't watch it. Tom. Nobody watched I, it. I literally am getting to the point, Michael. I just, whether it's the far right or the far left, I just, I like Democrats and Republicans. The rest of them, you people on the fringes, blow it out your ass. I'm sick of their anger and their hatred and, oh, my God, they're bad people. Well, it was, it was an interesting. There's, there's Bob. Oh, there's Sandy. There he is. Oh, now you can hear me. Yes, we yeah. can. Oh. I what probably said doing? some of the most brilliant things. Yeah. I, I, not I've been yeah. talking, yeah. and it's the best yeah. I've ever been in 30 years. You never heard oh, it. Oh, no. Yeah. Hopefully you can replicate your brilliance. Yeah, that'd be great. I can't. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. <sighs> I don't know what happened. Because I, I actually, I, I was going through my mixer, then I took it off the mixer, and I, I tried, I, I called in a couple of times. I don't know what happened. I don't know. It's, we'll figure uh, it out, though. It's befuddling. Well, thank you, right. to Adam. Could you make the announcement? I did not make the announcement yet because I didn't want to, you know, uh, what you may have hanged yourself and you were dead and I wouldn't have known. So okay, that would not well, have been a good thing to do. That's where no, we I go. Would have been hang- never, no, I would not. I would not be hanging a chihuahua. They've quieted down. Hopefully they <laughs> okay. I don't know what they did. But anyway, the announcement would be if I may I. Absolutely. Starting next Monday. Uh, and we have not yet determined the exact time, but I will be joining on Mondays and Fridays. The Tom Bernard Morning Show, the TBMS. Is that what you're going to call it? Or just Tom yeah, Bernard TBMS, Morning that's exactly right. Tibbums, something like that. Bob is going to come with so, us. But I'm excited. Fact, yeah, as a matter of fact, the only thing I think, uh, we mentioned this before, that the only one who uh, didn't want to come over is Mike Evans, so good for him. 
Wallow in your misery, bitch. That's all okay. I have to say. Well, it, and what I said, which I thought was quite uh, jovial, was that, well, you mentioned that Mike being committed to something else, and I said, well, it's about time they committed him. Oh, but, and we missed that brilliant line. It was much better when I delivered it originally. Bought something. <laughs> no, I tell you one thing. It's funny about Dan Seaman and Amy Daniels and, and Ginny Hubbard and every well, Ginny Morris is her name now. But I keep calling her Ginny Hubbard because that's how I've always known her. But um, they work very, very hard in this stuff. Like I said, the amazing thing is I got a call from Andy about 10 minutes to 11, uh, or 10 minutes to 10, excuse me, uh, Central Time. And Andy was re- sounded really, really sick. And I called over. And Amy Daniels was able to, uh, and Andy, I think Andy reached out to you, Adam. Is that not right? He's not here. He's talking to somebody else. Yeah, oh, he's not Andy there right did now. reach out to him. Yeah. Yep. Okay, he was good. already here, too, working on the, the new studio or the new, oh, well, that, that new snazzy yeah. studio. That makes yeah. it easy. But, Bob, we're looking forward to having you on on Mondays and Fridays. You know what time of the day you're going to be on on Mondays and Fridays? What, you know, no, we, it's, uh, I guess you have to look at your... Your schedule, and I like saying it like the English, but your schedule, your and schedule, let me know. Yes. And, well, yeah, and well, Mike, uh, uh, just a, well, Mike needs to know because he's on the BS show every Friday. What we'll uh, we'll figure that out too because I, I Mike Mike and I usually like to go early because he's got a busy day. He's a busy man, no, so but, you're we'll, one, but we'll figure it out. Are you every day mm-hmm. or Monday through Monday Friday? Monday Friday. Oh, okay. Monday, Friday. So Friday would be would be the, on the top okay. of our show. Yep. Okay. Yep. Got it. But, yeah, I mean, we got three hours every day, so it's not going to be a big deal. We'll figure it out. So you don't have to move anything around, Bob. We'll figure it out to fit your schedule. Well, I right. like to, I'm an accommodating kind of guy. The only thing I can't do is stay on the line. I don't know what happened. Well, you know, once in a while that kind of thing will go on. But I, I tell you, the, the touching things that have gone – and they, I guess just the way things – you know, it's people like to piss and moan and bitch about everything and, oh, my God, it's horrible and I'm a victim and blah, blah, blah. You know, I didn't really care for what happened a, a, a few months ago and this and that and the other. But when you sit back and look at it and make your best effort, you realize this this turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to me. It really did. I didn't think it would be. But the people surrounding me right now, I mean, not the two of you, not Michael and, and Bob, but, you know. Others, oh, no yes. No, yes, others, yes. No, but the people surrounding me right now are all very helpful. You need something, you got it. You got it taken care of. And that's another thing about Hubbard. You need something, you get it taken care of. It's fantastic. So uh, I'm a very happy guy. Bob will be appearing next Monday. The show starts on February 20th. It starts uh, there. They have this whole tutorial laid out there on how it's going to be online, obviously. It's going to be on all kinds of different formats. It's going to be, they're promoting the hell out of it. So it's not going to be hard to find this. Everybody goes, oh, my God, a podcast. I suppose it is kind of a podcast, but it's a three-hour podcast, so it's more like a digital morning show. But, Bob, I'm really, really glad that that you were able to make this move because we've been working together how long? Uh, over 31 years. As a matter of fact, Tom, which I i don't think I've ever said this before, but I have been with you on the morning show longer than anyone else. You know, you in have, between yeah. these the six or seven firings. But yes, yeah, so no one's been on with you as long as you. <laughs> <laughs> Bob's been fired over there six or seven times. Yeah. He's not making that up, by the way. He really has. I know. It's not surprising. It's not up and like down and all around style. <laughs> I kind of like that actually. Yeah. Sandy so keeps Tom, getting fired. I have something to shoot for on the Tom Bernard Morning Show. You're fired. 
There you go. Yeah, we'll just fire Sandy thing. again. Exactly. So, Sandy, yeah. I will talk to you uh, during the week, and then I will hear you on the air on the Tom okay. Bernard Morning Show on uh, the Hubbard Broadcasting. Uh, now, can you even call it broadcasting? It's the Hubbard Digital Network, I guess. Is a better because it's, it's not really network. broadcasting. Yeah, the Hubbard That's Network. There the you network. go. We'll put it that way. But it's not going to be hard to find this at all. It'll be very, very easy, whether you're at home at your desk or in your car with your phone or whatever it is. Uh, really, really looking forward to it. Bob, I cannot tell you how happy I am that you were able to work this deal out, and you are now a member of the Tom Bernard Morning Show on the Hubbard Network. Looking forward to it. Uh, Catherine, Alex, Mike, Tom, we'll talk to you all later. Talk to you later, All Bobby. right, Sandy. Thanks, Bob. Bye. Bye-bye. Bob Sansevier, ladies and gentlemen, on the Tom Bernard Morning Show broadcast and uh, with, with Hubbard starting next Monday, a week from today, will be the first show. As a matter of fact, right now the show would have just ended nine minutes ago if yep. we, we were already on. So, you know, that's that whole deal. Have you announced your co-host yet? Which co-host? The only one that I'm aware of. Actually, I'm going to try to get them on the show later on today. But, yes, Pavich. Adam Pavich is going, Adam? <laughs> Sorry, Adam. I, I grouped you together with Rudy. Rudy Pavich will be with us, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, he worked at uh, 93X back in the day, uh, KS95. Just a very, very funny guy. Just a great guy. Looking forward to working with him. We're going to get back and focus a lot on what the KQ Morning Show used to be before the current owners took it over and changed everything. Um, we're gonna, it's going to be funny again, thank God. Well, at least we're going to try, let me put it that way. Uh, but in any case, uh, yeah, Rudy's going to be with us. And Brittany Arneson, Brittany will be on the show as well. Rudy, uh, Brittany and I will be the kind of like the basis of the show. And then adding in all these other different people, gonna be, it's going to be terrific. Kristen, who everybody knows from the podcast. She's going to take uh, Mike Evans' place as the uh, Kristen Burt Hollywood Report. She's yes. going to do that every day. Very exciting. Looking forward to that. There are all kinds of people. Like Literally every person except for Evans is coming over. And I'm um, very, very happy to hear that. Talked to Kent Herbeck uh, yesterday. Well, I didn't, but uh, Pat Eberts did. And Herbeck's coming back starting in just a couple of weeks with the, uh, you know, the kickoff of uh, spring training. Um, Mike, I'm assuming you're going to pop on that show once in a while, I would imagine. You just He's not on. Where's oh. he now? Wait, are you talking about, sorry, I'm confused. Okay, I, There's too I, many I thought, people going on. I, I thought you were talking about somebody else. You're talking yeah, about me. I did too. Uh, my, Michael Bryant there, I'll, there I'll say go. it that way. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be talking legal stuff, I would assume, at times. No question about that. No doubt about it. Okay, so now you, you brought some up earlier, Michael. Uh, you were talking about the State of the Union or whatever? Yeah. And that, that, is that where they started yelling at each other? Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know that they're yelling at each other. We've, we've added yeah, over some the last number of uh, years since the guy yeah. yelled at Obama that we've suddenly started yelling at the president's while he's up there giving a speech. Which, I, I don't know. It, the, Biden's been the first one to actually respond to it. You know, right. for the most part, you know, Trump and Obama kind of let it go and kept going. Um, yep. But he actually responded to it. I just I I was watching it and I'm wondering how far we are away from a technical uh, presence that's going to start showing videos and going to be start adding to their speech. <laughs> you know, because yeah. one of the issues was, you know, he was being called something. And it's like and it was funny because one of the guys who definitely had said that 
this is what he was going to do, you know, was acting incredulous in the crowd. And I just wonder how far we are from somebody just popping up a video and showing somebody saying exactly what he just said, you know. And if we're going to start seeing that kind of back and forth as as it goes along, I mean, the 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 house chamber still isn't set up um, technology wise. You know, they're still using boards and they're still using. I mean, it's amazing how far behind they are on technology there. Um, and mm-hmm. it just I just wonder if that's a future that we're going to start seeing more interaction along those lines. I um, hope not. But um, it was it, state of, I, I always like the State of the Union, no matter who's the president, because I mm-hmm. think it gives a perspective overall. Um, it, one of the amazing things was um, when I'd gone to, to uh, Memphis um, in the uh, in the airport, there was a guy waiting for people that we talked to, and that was the dad of this kid. So that got shot. So it was amazing to see him at the speech. You know, Biden recognized him and his wife, you know, for losing their kid. And that's that action going down in Memphis right now. Um, But it was amazing having met that guy just in the baggage claims because he was waiting for family. His kid had just been killed. And, um, you know, he's waiting for family to show up. and, And there was this guy that just we talked to. And it was amazing for that. Um, but it is, State of the Union is always an interesting stoppage in play for the year just to figure out what the plan is for the year and what the goals are and how people respond. And, you know, uh, it was good to see McCarthy actually, you know, clap. And yeah, I thought mm-hmm. McCarthy th- showed a lot more respect than, you know, Pelosi yeah. did at times or yep. that um, – ah, shoot, the orange guy. Um, can't think of his name, the guy that was orange. Um, uh, he was orange. Yeah, he had the orange tinge to him um, when he was <laughs> when he was majority leader or spe- when he was speaker of the house. Um, I can't think of the guy's name. Damn it! Yeah, but I can't think um, of who that'd be. But uh, he, um, uh, but yeah. So I thought he, I thought McCarthy showed a decent amount of of respect that I like mm-hmm. to see with a president. You know, as far as that goes. But um, it was it was it was an interesting speech. You know. I really wish we'd stop with that screaming. He's the president of the United States. Don't scream at him. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan Across of the that board. for anybody. Yeah, yeah. Democrat, Republican, Independent, I don't care who the hell you are. I would never scream at the president of the United States. Yep. Never do it. Yep. I just don't. we got to start showing. This is not, you know, some country down in South America where the guy's going to be around and going to be murdered in the next two hours. This is not them. Yeah. But do you think that... That the combination of Fox and CNN, the the polls that they've created, the, this polar bullshit that they've created, is that part of it? Because I cannot watch CNN nor Fox anymore. It's so disgustingly horrible now. Everybody sucks. And if you're not, you don't believe what I believe, I hate you. And oh my God, it's horrible. And I can't even watch that crap anymore. It's just dreadfully bad. Yeah. Well, the whole discussion about the decorum in the House and the Senate, um, you know, I I think there's some people that want to make it like England, you know, when you watch their parliament, when they're all screaming at each other and, you know, making fun of each other and, you know, doing that. I don't know. You know, we've we've created celebrities out of people that, I don't know, are screamers. And um, I don't know that 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 adds to the discourse or adds to the, uh, you know, the the back and forth that's going on. And. You know, I've never been a fan of of attacking an institution in and of itself right. just because. But you know, some people get raise money off of that, or some people apparently you know are able to 
gain popularity off of that. So, well, it's all about money now. Everything's about money, and I don't care if it's politics or if it's news delivery or if it's movies or if I guess even Disney World now <laughs> is going all political still. And I just, why are we doing this? Can everybody just enjoy their lives? We don't have to agree on everything. I just. I don't understand it. I really do not get so it. So corporations can get what they want from the yeah, government. That's, that's what it's all about. Yeah. I don't yes. like that, though. I just I no. really wish they'd stop doing that whole thing and just could we just have a nice conversation and you know what? Uh, you're a Democrat, you're a Republican, good for you. I'm glad to hear it. As long as you're not an extreme a-hole, uh, we can work that out. But Is this more not talking about politics? <laughs> We're not talking about politics. I just <laughs> talked about the fact that I, I don't want to oh. talk a lot of politics anymore Good. just for this very reason. Because nobody shows any, as Michael said, there's no decorum anymore. There's nobody being polite. It's all just me, me, me. Look, you well, need to hear what I have to say. It's well, like you're not the president. Shut up. You've got some people being polite. I, I, I don't think it's yeah. everybody. And I, I no. that was one of the things that Biden actually said in his speech is I he was saying some things that he was like, I'm not saying this is everybody, but there's a group that are doing this. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I it's it's whether or not people in and of themselves will start calling out people in their own parties that act like that or yeah. they'll let them yep. do what they do. But. Who knows? So did you guys finish Crump? Did you guys get to the end of that? No. You didn't yet. Okay. <clears throat> no, so. there's only, what, four episodes? So we're kind of like five. holding on to them. Yeah, five? I think it's five okay. total. But I want to see you get to the end just to, to discuss the, the ending of that, which is kind of a decent twist. Oh, you're talking about, uh, what's her name again? Um, ah, what's her real name? God, what's Diane? her real name? She's really good. Yeah. She's she really good. It's the world of, what is it? Crump. Uh, it's not crunk. Crunk. Yeah, crunk. 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 There you go. Mm-hmm. The world of crunk or whatever it's called. It's If you haven't seen it, ladies and gentlemen, it's loading, really good. Loading, loading, and then have you guys forever. watched The Outfit? Yes. Yeah. Did you I like that? Morgan. That was actually a decent movie. Yeah, we liked it a lot. It yeah. was about the guy, a, a, a tailor. The actually. tailor, right, right. Yep. Who's a, yeah. far more than a tailor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he He's definitely is more than a tailor. dude when it was all said and done. I agree. Kath and I watched that, what, about a month ago? Yes. Her, yeah. her name is Diane Morgan. Yeah. Her name's Diane Morgan? Her name is Diane Morgan. I didn't know that. Yeah. I had no clue what that's all, all about, ladies and gentlemen. But, no, I think, you know, that's this whole situation where, and everybody I ask, and I'm talking about everybody I ask, uh, do you think this will ever ever settle down? And they, they don't think it ever will. Because the rest of the world, not the rest, but most of the rest of the world, two-thirds of the world, has always been that way. They scream at one another, and there's no decorum at all, and everybody just goes nuts. And now we've decided we'd be like the rest of the world, and we'll just act like total a-holes, too, which is unfortunate. And I suppose there have always been things about America that aren't too wonderful, but what are you going to do? I don't know. It's a pretty good place in a lot of ways. There's a lot of good things going on I, in this I do agree with that, but I really yeah. wish that we could hear other people say that very thing, Michael. Well, I don't know. I'm not going to wait for you know the French to say good <laughs> things about us. No, I'm talking about in our own country. Like, look, there was this very predictable thing. And, and again, this is just a programming thing. So that we've got very little to do with politics. But uh, the, the news channels, in this case, it was pretty much CNN, said that the uh, Super Bowl went great except for two minutes of it. What was that? And as soon as I heard the two minutes of it, I thought, oh, they're talking about the two commercials about Jesus. Oh. And they were. That's exactly what they're talking about. 
Uh, and here's the problem I have with that. It's not, I was raised Catholic, but I'm not a very religious guy, you know, a greater good and higher power, whatever you want. I got no problem with that. That's fine. But I think if you're going to say the only bad thing about the Super Bowl were the two commercials about Jesus or whatever, but the one about Scientology was just fine. It's like, come on, really? Yeah. I don't. I don't get that. Yeah, I was offended by the Adam Driver commercial, just because. Which just, one was that? I'm I didn't just, see that. The only. one with the computers or the websites that keep making other websites that keep making other websites. Just the oh, idea yeah, of yeah, being yeah. more than one Adam Driver just offends me completely. <laughs> You're not a big fan. <laughs> no. So, Alex, did you watch the game? I watched the first half. <clears throat> and then the kids wanted, well, Fawn wanted to watch the halftime show because she wanted to see the girl Grinch. The girl Grinch, okay. <laughs> because did you see those commercials where she had yes. like yes. the green fuzzy and the Cindy Lou Who hair? So she was like, when does yeah, the girl Grinch That's exactly perform? what I said. I said, that's a nice Dr. Seuss hairstyle. And I think mm-hmm. that's probably what she was going for. Probably. Um, for whatever reason. She did a good but job yeah. on the songs. She did, yeah. She did, I think she was oh. lip syncing the entire time. Oh, the songs were good, though. Um, but yeah. She hasn't performed live in four six, years. Six Years. Six years. Yeah. And she just had a baby, and now she's pregnant again. Yeah. Like, she yep. had a baby, like, nine months ago. She's, does she, she's, she's making billions selling under, underwear? No, like she that, sells, yeah. she has, like, a perfume line. Oh, perfume. And I think she might have clothes, too. Yeah, Fenty okay. is her clothing line. Well, yeah. Oh, so she has a lot of money. Makeup. But she just announced, uh, and makeup, yeah. But she just announced, uh... To new tour, I think. But for being pregnant, they put her way up there on those platforms. Holy yeah, but she didn't really dance that much. No, she didn't dance. But still, that's a long ways up there Good. on those platforms. Yes. Up near the ceiling yeah. of, the, I, yeah, of that I place. Know. I know. But yeah, yeah, so we watched it, and then we had to put the kids to bed, and then I fell asleep. So mm-hmm. missed the second half entirely. <clears throat> yeah, that'll happen. Yep. That'll happen. Well, it's another year. What's new for 2023 at Walzer? Well, we're going back in time in a way. You bought a DeLorean franchise. Not exactly. Uh. The market's returning to normal. New inventories are getting back to pre-pandemic levels, and used car prices are returning to normal. So what's a 1995 Camry worth? Deep sympathy. Uh. Mike, have you considered something newer? Well, I would if it came with a 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty. Hey, was that convincing? As if I knew what a powertrain was? No. It's major medical coverage for your car, and it's free with every new car and most used cars at Walzer. I hope you're also keeping your return and exchange program. Of course, people really like that because it means you can't make a mistake. Interestingly, though, we sold 45,000 cars last year, and we took back less than 100. Amazing upfront pricing, a free 150,000-mile warranty, a return and exchange policy. It's no wonder you sold 45,000 cars last year. To learn more, go to walzer.com. Can I add something? No. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are 
You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. All in all, pretty good Super Bowl. I mean, obviously game. the game was very, I just the didn't game want was the Eagles very, very to good. win, so I'm cool. Although I didn't, you didn't know, want the Eagles to win? No, I can't stand Eagles fans. Why not? Oh, because they're, they're a little extremely rowdy? Extremely obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> but see, I love Philadelphia. I just love it for that very reason. And again, I've told the story a few times, but I'll tell it again. My favorite. I'm walking, was it Rittenhouse Square? Walking toward the, what's the church there, Catherine? It's a Catholic church, I think, right there. Because we're going to a wedding. Walking by in this. Philly? Uh, mm. In Philly, yeah. African-American woman uh, cop. And she's in full officer uniform and all the rest of it. And I walk by and I go, beautiful day, officer. And she looks and goes, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I said, that's such a Philadelphia thing to yeah. do. They're rabid sports fans, you know, and they, oh, don't, ex- they yeah. don't accept mediocrity. You know, they, they want winners. Yeah, and that's baseball, basketball, hockey. Yep. It's football. It's all of them. They love their sports teams, man. Yep. And they will throw snowballs at Santa Claus if they have to. <laughs> Which they've done before. Mm-hmm. I just think that is absolutely amazing. But what the hell? It all works out in the end. Uh, but, yeah, I, I would like to see everybody, you know, going back just a little bit, uh, get a little happier and calm down. We don't need to scream at one another. Um, look, every day when I wake up in the morning, I go, hey, I got a great family. I got this. I got wonderful friends. I got a, I got a brand new job I'm very excited about. I don't wake up and go, I hate everything. That's good. I mean, why do people want to do that? I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't know how you get up if that's the morning ritual every day. It's true. Did you see what Julie Banderas did on on uh, on the news? I didn't see it personally. but Who I is Julie Banderas? She is a... She's a news anchor. Oh, she's a Fox host, uh, Julie Bandera. She's she's on Fox, apparently. Okay. Well, yeah, because there's Greg Gutfeld. She's on Greg Gutfeld's show. He's on Fox, too, I guess. Greg Gutfeld hosted a Valentine's Day special on his late-night talk show on Thursday, though it uh, took a decidedly unromantic turn. He maybe wasn't expecting. Before the program, guest panelist and fellow Fox host Julie Banderas teased online that she had a little announcement she'd be breaking at the end. Um, during the uh, Valentine's Day segment, ironically, she cryptically tweeted, and sure enough, as the final minutes of Gutfeld wrapped up and Gutfeld and his guests uh, started talking about what gifts they anticipated on February 14th, which is tomorrow, of course. Banderas, a regular on the show, let her big news spill out. She said the entire word, which I won't do. There's no reason for it. She said F Valentine's Day, but she did drop the whole F-bomb, by the way. F Valentine's Day, she exclaimed, calling the holiday stupid. She added, even when I was married, I didn't get shit. Gutfeld seemingly... I think this one's got some issues. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I would bet she's going through a relationship issue right now. You think? Uh, Gutfeld seemingly thrown, followed up with, wait, what are you, no longer married? I said, well, I'm, she said, well, I'm getting a divorce, Bandera uh. said matter-of-factly. I'm going to go ahead and say it right here for the very first time. As her colleagues reacted in supposed surprise, the anchor made it clear that this wasn't an occasion for sad eyes. Thank you, everyone. She said to the smattering of applause in the studio, congratulations are in order. But for what? For the I don't divorce? know. <laughs> for the divorce, I guess. Wow. 
Uh, yeah, she got married in August of 2009 for a short wedding announcement. Then in the New York Times, it wasn't the first time she'd alluded to a split in early December after an apparent reference to Sansone. Uh, Andrew Sansone is her husband's name. Uh, Banderas knowed, uh, no, uh, fan, a fan let Banderas know that segment had me in stitches about your husband. Banderas replied, <laughs> you mean soon to be X? As for those who suspected Banderas, who uh, shares three children with Sansone, is simply joking around. As one commenter on Twitter suggested, she assured everyone on social media after Gutfeld, that's not the case. I am not kidding. I'm getting divorced. Yeah, I don't think the soon to be X is a joking matter, but you know. No, yeah. I agree. Yeah. She was having a really bad day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would yeah. you want to come on a show like Gutfeld's? You know, I'm not a huge Gutfeld fan. I think he gets, he's just too goofy for me or something i don't know what the hell it is mm-hmm. not that he's horrible at his job or whatever he just he's too goofy but why do you want to come on a nationally broadcast show and piss and moan the whole time you're there well, maybe she's surprised by the topic they brought up you know so <laughs> yeah, i think mm-hmm. she had kind of a crabby look on her face though well i think she had some crabby issues going on so you know yeah, she did drop the f-bomb on the arrow i, I gotta believe that what's the name of that family that owns fox again it's a they're australian the murdochs the Murdochs, yeah, there you go. I can't see uh, Rupert Murdoch being real excited about her dropping the F-bomb on uh, on a news show on, on Fox Network, do you think? Although, historically, he may have some days that he thinks Valentine's Fair isn't the greatest thing going oh, on. Well, that's true, too. That's <laughs> so, very, very true. You know, so, uh, what the hell? Who knows? He may understand it quite well, you know. We will have uh, Kostaki Economopoulos joining us in just a couple of minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Kostaki... Uh, on schmoozing up a storm. So other than that, the world's in pretty good shape. We got, uh, what, about eight more balloons we shot out of the sky, or how many were yeah, there, what's four? What's up with all these things? Yeah, suddenly it's a lot of they're balloons. everywhere. Yeah, They yeah, are. Yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. So what is this, do you think? Because they, they, they're really not being all that open about what well, they think they really are. If there, if there's really something going on, it's going to be less open. That's, it, that's the whole yeah, thing about yeah. you know going into somebody and finding documents. The more important the documents are, the less likely you are to find out what documents they are. You know what I mean? It's right. like it's all contrary to you know actual information coming out. The bigger deal it is. And uh, I don't, I, I don't even know how to weigh that. You know, I mean, did the military really tell Biden it was okay to let it go longer than it did? Did you know? Mm. Is how how much are they collecting that they couldn't collect in other ways? What what are they collecting? What really is there to collect? I there's just so many questions. Right. You know? Well, that's. A, I'm glad you brought that up because that was my next question. Is like. Don't they have many other ways, including TikTok, to get anything they need anyway? What do you think? Or you could just send somebody over there to look at it. <laughs> you know, just give them a call, you know? So, you know, it just, I don't, I don't get it. And it's funny because you see some of these people that are like, well, if it went over my house, I'd shoot it down. It's like, why would it be over your house? <laughs> what is in your house that they would look at? Who cares? That's exactly right. Well, if it's, from what I gather with the spy balloon thing, it, it takes coordinates and sends it back to China. Okay. I mean, right. It's a satellite. Link. So, but it's like, so, is it doing Google mapping? What's what's the coordinates? It could very well be. I mean, that's the scary thing is we don't know what they're doing and hmm. why they're doing it. That's, I thought they were doing that with TikTok already. Well, TikTok just gathers personal information. No, but it'll show on the phone where the people are. Well, I mean, yeah, that too. But I can put so. an address into Google right now, and it'll give me a picture of the street. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, God, uh, yes. what I, I I just wonder what is it that the you're. Key- 
you know, get. Can you, you know? get military installations on Google? I don't know. I haven't. I hope not. I hope not. I hope not. I hope we can. There'd can't. be a fault in that programming. Uh, but you can drive. What about this Ohio thing? Did you see these oh, pictures? The, the train. Look at that. Yeah, that train going that's over. That's the chemicals that they decided to start oh on fire. Oh, my God. Yeah. Looks uh-huh. like an atom bomb went off. It's I know. It's incredible, and it barely made the news. So what is that? What happened here? A train, a train derailed, derailed that had yeah. a bunch of chemicals in it, and and they decided, the government decided, or I don't know, the local people, I don't know who made this decision, decided to burn it. Yeah. What? Why? Yeah, and there's this. There's a picture of this guy's car who was 20 miles away from the site. His car, his car paint is like peeling off of the car. Oh Oh my! Yeah, yeah. Had they even figured out what chemicals it was that was in the train, or have they disclosed? Well, they must have known that because they have to. They have to just figure it out when they. Yeah, well, when they transport. Toxic chemicals, they have to make a report. But I didn't think I saw a story yet explaining what exactly this it, it is. Uh, I think it's been more scary, dangerous. One. This is going to be, you know, problem. Well, the stuff that it, I don't know where I found it, but there was a story about it, and it said that the stuff that they're burning is the same stuff that they used for chemical warfare in World War II. <laughs> okay. So it's not good stuff. Wow. Polyvinyl something. Poly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a question. Is that really good to breathe while they're no, burning it? No, no, not that's at all. Why I, no, no, that's Jesus. why nobody can understand why they decided suddenly to start burning it when they didn't evacuate the area. That's why everybody's up in arms about this. Hmm. God, that makes no sense it's at all. It really seems to be a very stupid decision. I couldn't agree more. I, I don't say. I mean, I, I, she just showed me this cloud, and, and it literally looks like a nuclear bomb went off. Yeah. But I got to believe all that's going to settle back down to earth, and on its way back down to earth, you're going to inhale some of it. Yeah, you're definitely going to be God. inhaling this. What are we doing? Who right. Um, do we? I don't know if Kostaki calls in or if we call Kostaki. Does anybody know he that? He usually calls in, but I don't know. Oh, he does. Our setup now. What we're doing? Yeah, I don't. I don't have him uh, calling in quite yet. Yeah, he okay. normally calls in. Yeah, or at least okay, yeah, something pops up, and he's like, "Oh, that's uh, Kostaki calling in." Yeah, good, glad to hear it. So when he mm-hmm. calls in, we'll be good to go, uh, Adam. Pretty much. Um, actually, this is AJ. I took over for Adam. Oh, AJ, created. it's you. Yeah, yeah. So I Adam's gotta, Adam is uh, outside working on some tech stuff, but I got a call. I was at uh, I was in White Bear Lake, and my car's oil changed, and uh, said you guys need a little help, so I hustled over here as quick as I could. Well, thank you for being very, very nice, well, of AJ. Course, thank you. Of course. People were raving about you on the show, by the way. Did you know that? I did not. That's uh, yeah, they did. surprising to hear. Yep. <laughs> they really. <laughs> that's surprising to hear. Well, you know how to bring up Kostaki anyway, AJ, so we're good to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, as soon as he calls in, I'll be able to get him all linked in, and we'll be all set. Magnet. Well, you know, he was at the Super Bowl yesterday, so gluck, oh. gluck, 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 gluck. <laughs> if you know what I mean. That's what it sounds so, like when he drinks. This, this new setup is kind of like we're a science project, you know? We just need a Is one-way. It? We just need a one-way mirror. And be <laughs> Get the one I know. Way. Yeah, like we're being tested. Yeah. You can do testimony Amazing. in here. Yeah. Well, I suppose you could absolutely, mm-hmm. but it's very. I, heard, I understand it's very professional. Look, I'm coming home on Saturday. I'll send so you a I picture. Will, uh, what's that? I'll send you a picture. Oh, good. Thank you. That'd be good. Yeah, I was a little shocked. I got here and I walked <laughs> right into the main studio area, and 
Alex and Mike both gave me a look like, what are you doing in here? Um, I, I didn't see the whole renovation. There's a whole window. It's a whole separate entity now. It's really cool. Well, right. yeah. You walked by it. You didn't go into the kinda I kind of had uh, Kentucky Derby blinders on. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was, I'm still confused. About I, what? It just looks so different. I came the second week in a row and there was nobody here. So it was like I just hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Hanging out, Andy. Yeah, when Andy's Andy. just in here, it's just be like me by myself uh-huh. in a room. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, you heard what happened to him. He 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 ate some food. I don't know what it was. But oh, that big recall for the cured meats. De, cured meat. Deluca, de, de, de Luca, do de Luca, Deluca, Deluca, Deluca. Deluca. I think it's Del Duca. I don't know. It's cured meats. They cured all have food poisoning and Andy. Yeah, and a, yeah. Yeah, there was a giant recall started on like the 30th of January. They didn't buy it until, you know, last week. So mm-hmm. that stuff should have been taken off the shelf. They hmm. all got food poisoning. And it's interesting because what the recall was is for listeria, which usually doesn't show up for a while. So I'm guessing that they got a double whammy, maybe. Wow. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Did Ethan get some too? Yeah. Yes, and yes. he got very. He oh, was that's no he good. was sick, but um, he felt better faster than everyone else. And Melissa and Ethan were sick for like a night. Okay. Yeah, Andy really and got it. Andy, in traditional Andy fashion, always <laughs> yes. has to get Oh, everything. that's nice. Well, that's how he it's always true. is with him. Traditional Andy it's fashion's like, kind of negative. Well, it's how it is for him, and he'll be the first to tell you. Yes, I always get everything the worst possible. He does. Yes. Well, now he's got the flu, so he went from having food poisoning to getting the flu. He sounds well, terrible. I'm wondering if he now has the listeria part of it because listeria oh, per- kind of presents as the flu. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, but it, Melissa and Ethan would have got, if there was listeria on the meat, they would have all got listeria. Apparently, you can get listeria and not even have symptoms. If yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, that's yeah. What, yeah, with any were... illness, you can... Mm-hmm. They've yeah, tested people show. and gotten positive results, but yeah. not, yeah, not the impact. So, but the ones who get it really bad can have it really super bad. Yeah. So. You and I probably oh, yeah. had that, Mom. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. We had something. Well, generally, mm. listeria doesn't show up for like a week after you've had it. Because oh, really? is on Streamyard, but no one is there. Oh, Streamyard is not set up in here, from what I was told. So if he could call in to the Skype oh, I line, will. I can. Uh, oh, it's not set up in there. No, not yet. From what I'm Skype, told. Oh, that's the Skype right. Skype line oh. is that five six one one. So, because. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> if you him. wouldn't mind okay, talking, or if you could text them, that'd be great. Copy. I keep forgetting that everything's being worked on and all that stuff, so some of it's not going to be usable. But he can just call in on the phone line. That's fine. I'm It'd be funny if Bob was talking to Kistaki right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're just. Yeah, it could be <laughs> having that's their own a possibility. show. <laughs> God, Sansevier is a piece of work. I'll tell you what. That's. I did not. You know, I got some some messages uh, this morning from, uh, you know, listeners and all the rest of it. And a few of them pointed out, they said, Tom, do you realize that we all kind of got together and said this came up? And we went, you're right. This is the first Super Bowl in 37 years that people didn't tune in to listen to what I had to say about the Super Bowl. They said we used to do that every year. Wow. Tune in to hear you piss and moan about the Super Bowl. First time in 37 years they, they didn't do that. Wow, that would be true. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. 
Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. All right, we should have uh, Stocky here. Excellent, AJ. Thank you. Kostaki Economopolis, how you doing, Buster Brown? I'm good. How are you guys? Happy Happy Super Monday. They're building a brand new studio for us. It's really snazzy. It's got producer windows and different studios, and so that's why uh, we had you call in. So we appreciate your your cooperation in that one, Kostaki. Oh, no worries. No worries. Did you enjoy the game? I uh, watched the first half. Didn't watch much of it. Uh, I, I I'll be right up front with you. I don't. I do not think that that receiver could have ever caught that ball. They said that he held him. I didn't see a hold. I guess he. You can see him pull on his shirt a little bit. I guess, but he would have never caught that ball anyway. Well, I suppose that's one of the big debates. Booger McFarland said it was a touchdown without the holds. Uh, the DB himself said that it was a hold. And he was hoping to get away with it. But it did look to the casual observer like it was kind of a maybe you let him play. I don't yep. know. Yeah, I think yep. he let, the, let that go and let him play. I don't know if it would have given him enough time to still come back. But still, yeah. I think no, maybe. that you, you don't want to end the Super Bowl with that kind of call. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I agree, and I understand that. But I, but it was an interesting – what's his name? Uh, one of the uh, Hasselback brothers – uh, was saying in the broadcast afterwards, because being a ref is a hard enough job. Now you want to change what the standard is based on if it's a Week 12 game versus the Super Bowl. Like, that's a call, Week 12, and now right. it's not a call. Well, but that's an interesting argument. That's um, that's the ref making uh, the know. call on the field. That's the ref understanding that we let them play, play this out and don't get involved, and they just keep their, their flag in their pocket. I hear you. I think I agree with you, but I understand the other side of it. Of like, it's a slippery slope, you know. If you, if if everybody knows you let them play, then it's chaos, which is basically what happens on hail mary passes. They're sure. never going to call penalties, and everybody knows that, and they just maul each other. It's not even a real play anymore. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but if everybody's on the same page, then they know that. I mean, I I know you got a danger of somebody like Dominic and Sue going, being told we're keeping the flag in the pocket and him killing someone. But you know, that being said, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's it's yeah. I I just don't think the ref wants to be the deciding factor in a game that big that's it stay out of it right right yeah i get you uh boy i hope this doesn't make the philly sports fans bitter and angry <laughs> oh no 
For me, Super Bowl MVP is the guy who worked on Mahomes' ankle at halftime. What kind of crazy miracle were they doing back I know. there? Right? Because yeah, he looked bad going off. What, what do they shoot into his ankle at halftime? The cortisone, Red Bull, Tom Brady sweat, <laughs> cheetah semen, unicorn tears. Like, what's going into his <laughs> Charlie Sheen tiger blood? Tiger what? blood. The, the cocaine they flush down the toilet and Goodfellas. Like, what is happening back there? I, some crazy miracle. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I thought the game was great. I mean, I agree that the, that last call is a little dubious and it sort of besmirches an otherwise fantastic, crazy game with first ever two black quarterbacks and female flyover and country music to open and Rihanna at halftime and 70-something points scored. I mean, I, you know, it was, it, I had all, all the good stuff. Did you go to the game? Uh, the flyover. No, I, I I was I was in town for all the chaos before, and then flew back on Saturday. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was great fun. It was, it was so good to be there. Who'd you talk to? Uh, we we talked to Tony Dungy and uh, Rondé Barber, who uh, was anointed into the Hall of Fame like four yep. hours after our chat. Uh, we talked to a, a bunch of characters. We talked to the COO of NFL Media. It's an interesting character. Uh, we ran around and uh, got people to read us jokes. Matthew Barry and Mike Florio and Doug Gottlieb. And uh, it was cool. It was it was really fun to like hang and be in the mix with. Play. It was it's football nerd heaven, you know. Nice. Did you get to talk was, to Gronk? Uh, it was. No, I did see Gronk briefly. He was wearing like a crazy teal suit or something, running around promoting his uh, his awful ad for $10, $10 million if he makes a kick or whatever. Oh, God, that's a terrible ad. The advertising was horrible, I thought. You thought so? I did. I thought the ads were terrible. Hmm. Did anybody get fooled by there that Tubi few... ad? Did you see that one? Was that? There was I, a, I did. Thing about I, I didn't, it. but it was. It definitely caused confusion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it. They came back and it had like the oh. pre-record thing with the broadcasters, and all of a sudden it was like like a smart TV. Somebody with the remote yeah. went into an app and put on like some movie, and I, you know, somebody made the joke of like half of the homes across America were like, "Who's got the remote? Like, yeah. like what are you doing? Like the game." Right. I, know, that's what, yeah. I asked Tom. I'm like, "What are you? What are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> no, she did. She he, yelled at me about it. He's That's like, fun. nothing, nothing. Right. <laughs> yeah. was also I had the one. A couple of my buddies reported that. My wife was like, what the hell? Like, no, I don't have it. I'm not touching the remote. Yeah. So it worked. It worked. Tubi is uh, the one who also did the, yeah. the rabbit one where people are getting thrown in the rabbit holes, right? Uh, I didn't hear that. Not. No Maybe. idea. Everybody missed that one. No idea. Yeah. I like Ben Affleck working at Dunkin' oh, Donuts. Duncan, that was yeah. interesting. With her showing up. God. I liked uh, Indi- the new movie, Indiana Jones and the Search for More Centrum. I'm excited about that one. <laughs> oh, that's cool. He's a little aged now. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Get Off My Lawn. That, mm. that, that movie looks good. <laughs> uh, Indiana he's Jones and the Wear My Glasses. He's pretty old. <laughs> Hey, how is it still Indiana Jones? It should be Florida Jones by now. <laughs> For the love of God, go to Florida. It's time. Uh, Indiana Jones and the readers of the large type. You know, 
<laughs> See, readers, raiders, get it, kids? Raiders, readers, get uh-huh. it? Come on. Thanks. Thanks. There's an ad for Jesus. He's appearing soon, but only on Apple TV. So you got to yeah. find yeah. out. Yeah, absolutely. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not on Apple TV. I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be Apple TV. No. But yeah, they're, they're, they were all whipped up about that, too. I was like, well, calm down, relax. I'm not even religious. What does that get tell the you? Funding? These are these ads are pricey. What is it? Yeah, I thought he was going to tell me to drink Pepsi Zero. You know, honest <laughs> to God, where they they got the funding for that Jesus, those two Jesus ads. The guy who oh, owns you know the Hobby Lobby. Like yeah, the guy who owns Hobby Lobby. Oh. Mm. oh. Apparently, he's a raging prick. I guess I don't know who it is even. Hmm. Wow. Raging I'm prick. That sounds is... like a band. The owner yeah, of Hobby Lobby. 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 Raging Prick. Prick. <laughs> I got to tell you guys one thing while Catherine's looking that up. Because you know how people are, well, you know, they say that basically 90% of people are dumber than a son bitch can't figure anything out. Is that what they say? <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. <clears throat> I just looked at the, the Wall Street Journal, because I go from page to page to page of newspapers to see if anything's going on that we should get to, right? I'm looking at the Wall Street yeah. Journal right now, and there is a photo of President Biden. He's looking up at the sky and he's got his mouth hanging open. I mean, it doesn't look bad or anything. It just looks like he's a a little intense, right? And over his left shoulder is one of those balloons being shot out of the air. You know, people are going to believe he was that close to him. They're going to believe that, you know, right? (laughs) And that's in the Wall Street Journal? It's in the Wall Street Journal. What? Wow. Okay. You know, you know how the queen would always wave with her fingers together for the photo because yes. it, it, it looks better on in still photos. He needs to learn how to do the same thing with his mouth closed. Just mm. don't have your mouth open as a default position. You just look dumb. No, but <laughs> when you're speaking, your mouth can open up, so you're always going to have some photos of your mouth open. You know. Of course, yes. Yeah. But if he's just standing there, just yeah. close your lips. <laughs> there are people like that that just do stand there with their mouth hanging open. There sure. are a lot of people like that, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't oh, know why sure. yeah. you'd want to do yeah. that. All that filth getting in there. Why do you want the all filth in your mouth? Filth all just flying filth. through the air, they're, right? Well, they're, they're, they're all in Ohio. Up. Yes, they're all in Ohio breathing that crap in. That's exactly <laughs> right. So, what else is happening? Well, what, did you, what about halftime show? What do you get? What'd you guys think? Didn't watch it. Didn't yeah. see it either. She did you a good job with the songs. No, you know? yeah, I thought it was they, fine. They did a hell of a job keeping her on that platform. Yeah, it's kind of amazing. The, yeah. the, the visuals are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought she was going to bump her head on a spy balloon. She was she was up high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spy balloon. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that show made me horny and afraid of heights. That, that's, uh, that's a weird combination. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. The closest thing I'll get to joining the Mile High Club. I, don't know. Uh, I love that the Eagles fans booed the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Like the most charitable guy, right? right. Because he's a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> the Eagles fans would boo Mother Teresa if they found out she was from New York City. Yep. <laughs> Snowballs at Santa Claus. Yeah, right. Huh? Damar Hamlin's doctor. Uh, he's from Washington. Boo! Ooh. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Uh, the flyover was easy because they were already up there hunting balloons, you know. Yeah. Makes yeah. fun. True. 
I think the NFL really missed an opportunity to have the Goodyear blimp fight a Chinese spy balloon. You know, that's way better than the puppy bowl, right? Mm. You know, them, them, yeah, true. Fight it out. And there were reports of cable outages in Philly right before the game. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it's very bad news for the local televisions, wives, and dogs. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good for anybody. Uh, that eagle scrum play where they need a yard and a half and they get it every time, that's mm-hmm. crazy. Yep. 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 Oh, my goodness. You got a better chance of stopping Andy Reid from eating a cheeseburger. I don't oh, know. Did you look at him? Yes, it is. He was – if you imagined how big he was, he was bigger than that. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. I we. There was a, there was a fake Andy Reid at, uh, at, at, at Media Row this week. And we weren't a hundred. It was he was so he looked exactly like him. Hmm. Uh, it was it, he, it was so good. Like we weren't sure until we started talking to him that it wasn't Andy Reid. <laughs> 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 was, was he as big as Andy costume. is right now? See, because he's big huge and exactly the same clothes and hat and wow. mustache and most of the facial features. It was he was yeah. It's really well done. He should uh, he should market himself. Go do private parties and show up as Andy Reid. Hmm. <laughs> Hilarious. Who would want Andy so, Reid? So now what? So now, uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> you haven't bust through the through a fake wall like Kool Aid, right? <laughs> Come in and get the party started. Hmm. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I uh, I thought it was a good game, and I was happy the Chiefs won and. Uh, I, I was fun. I, I'm also kind of relieved the football season takes a break. I've been at it for uh, six months now, so hmm. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do another day of memes and writing, and I'm gonna clock out for a while. Did Did you listen to that uh, interview with Bill and uh, and uh, Brady together? No, I it's, didn't. It's but I heard. I saw a headline that Bill. Bill gushed about him. He no? did, but it's it's very odd because it's like they've got a guy in the middle that asks questions. It's kind of like they didn't really talk to each other. They kind of said things, but they it wasn't like they were having a conversation with each other. It was just it was it was we. I, I thought it was kind of weird. Um, and then I I didn't know Brady swears as much as Brady. Brady swears a lot. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've seen that. Just in the last few months, he's posting things with cussing in them. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So he, uh, yeah, he apparently cussed on the on the podcast where they're like, "Do you know? You know, what are you going to do next?" He goes, "If I effing knew what I was going to do, yeah. you would have effing know by now." It's your podcast. It's not even like some kind of crazy host that's giving right. him a hard time. Right. Uh, it's cr- yeah. It's funny. <laughs> Yeah, to me, he's he's way more human in the last year. You know, he's got he's clearly struggling. He's, there's some vulnerability about him. He's more self-deprecating. I, I don't know. I like him more than I used to. Yeah. Well, he might have always been that way. He's just he was so protected and not talking to the press. You know, that's that's why they think right. as time goes along, him and Bill will talk about a lot more things um, and that we'll see a lot more, you know, uh, breaking down of what was really going on in places than what was happening. But the first time it was it, it was interesting. Apparently, Brady told him, always be hard on me, because if you're hard on me, it'll show everybody that you'll be hard on anybody. And, right. And and that actually Bill did that. And that did make a difference. 
Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. You got to hand it to the guy. I mean, I, I, I've been rooting against him for 20 years, but he is an absolute <laughs> monster. Mm-hmm. He's, he did all of the things right. You know, he kept his head down and worked hard at every turn. He took less money than he could probably have made in oh, order yeah. to, you know, build the team around him. You know, he works hard. He's a motivator. He's a great example. He studies like crazy. You know, he's clearly focused on being flexible and healthy and, he did. He did all the things. I mean, he's a he's an absolute machine. And and now he's going to be the. I know this is going to happen in my heart. I kind of want him to go away, but I know he's going to be the Bill Clinton of post presidential. You know, he's going to be around for forty more years. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I I know this about Brady. He's not going away. <laughs> Didn't somebody offer him like so. three hundred million dollars to be their booth announcer? No, he is. He's working. He's he, going to next year I work think for he Fox. Said yes. Yep. Yeah. But isn't it like three hundred million dollars? It's a big number. Yeah. yeah. Right. Jesus. Yeah. But what, I mean, he's he's the guy. He's you know, it's clearly a bidding war. It yeah. wasn't just one guy going, "Hey, we'll take you." And he clearly he yeah. said he would wait until next year so he could spend this year getting ready. Like apparently he's going into it like really learning everything he can about everybody before he just went on the air and started yapping. Oh, that's a good idea. Actually, again, I get that, but you know, Greg Olson just did the Super Bowl. This was his first year, and he was a, he was great. Romo succeeded right away. I mean, these guys. Part of the appeal is they just finished playing the game yesterday, and they know all yep. the nuances. And but who am I to second guess Tom Brady's decisions? He's doing all right. <laughs> He'll be fine. He'll be fine. So right now. All of our teams are, are are 500. We're all zero zero zero, right? That's right. Back to the beginning. Vikings, I don't know. Patriots, Falcons. Don't you think the Jets start zero one just as they sit there? <laughs> <laughs> That's not very nice, yeah. though, is it? Probably just for true. Being though. the Jets, just yeah. for being the Funny. Jets. They're on the clock. <laughs> the Bears. The Bears are probably the worst team right now, but they they at least have hope. They got a quarterback. We talked to Justin Fields. He was one of the few people who said no to me when I asked him to read me a joke. <laughs> he said no. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Well, actually, it happens about, I don't know, maybe 15, 20% of the time you'll talk to somebody, and it almost always goes some version of this. You know, uh, Hey, my name's Kostaki Economopolis. I'm a comic from so-and-so, and we're doing a bit. We're having, uh, having you guys read, read us a joke. And they go, oh, yeah. And then they look at them. And then they go, ah, ooh. And then the handler goes, no, nah, don't do that. <laughs> no, they're, not gonna... they're, they're, they're afraid of a viral thing that's got some bite in it, you know? Oh, yeah. So we actually put together a page of super vanilla jokes just to make sure they were able to say yes. You... But even still, I mean, they're about other players and coaches and teams. It just, there's, they're afraid to say something that's going to be an issue. Mm-hmm. They're they're so overcoached at Super Bowls in particular to not not say anything that gets into the paper, right? So they're very hesitant to do anything. You especially you, in the modern culture, you know, people are so touchy about jokes. It's so stupid. You wouldn't have to use but, the name, but if you actually run into any of them, you think may not be able to read it. Ooh, <laughs> that's a good. No, point. I, I haven't. 
I haven't had that experience, but we do. We get, we I, we have I've the, I have the more traditional problem of talking to the older guys, some of the broadcasters, and they go, "I can't see. I don't have my glasses. Oh. I can't read that." Mm-hmm. From here. <laughs> <laughs> my arms aren't long uh, enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was glorious fun to run around, and uh, you know we're at a rooftop party. I, I interviewed a woman who uh, she was there with a special needs kid who loves football she just won three hundred thousand dollars in a game show and part of the prize package was a trip to the super bowl Hmm. so she brought she's a big seahawks fan they're they're all from the seattle area so they're all wearing their seahawks jerseys and they're at this rooftop party a couple days before the super bowl there she was drunk and loud and hilarious i mean they were all having the time of their lives it's really cool scene uh, we saw we, we saw some bunch of cool stuff like that. I, I talked to Bernie Kozar for a while. And, oh. Um, oh. And pull yeah, there were every time you blink. I mean, I was trying to explain this to my daughter. Like the fun of it isn't even some of the more formal interviews. It's that you're in the minutia with these characters. Like you wind up peeing next to them or sure. waiting in line for a sandwich at the same that place. That is fun. What a thrill! You know. It, it makes it more human and like it makes them more like they're you know i write jokes and i study these guys stats for fantasy and it's funny to just kind of hang out with them and joke about the temperature whatever you know it's like oh they're just regular people yeah (laughs) Yeah. they're they're just really good at one thing you know when this you forget sometimes when the Super Bowl was here, because everybody who wasn't a VIP that went out the back, everybody had to use the Skyways. So you, so the odds of running into people was way up in Minneapolis because there are so few places for people to travel. Yeah. And right. so, yeah, people had all sorts of stories of, you know, having dinner with Shaq in the room or, you know, running into all sorts of people just by wandering around the Skyways. Right. Yeah, it was great. And just, you know, every time you blink, I'm... Frank Caliendo is is doing an interview with us, and he's he's reading some of my jokes and roasting the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. And we're distracted because about eight feet away from us, uh, Joe Montana and Christian McCaffrey meet each other and are chatting. You know, mm. so Frank is trying not to be distracted, and he goes into a character and he starts you know like doing a play by play of what's happening in front of us. Then he comes back as a different character. Roast me again. It's just like, it's such a fun scene. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was just really, it's football nerd heaven. I can't wait to go back next year. So. Magnificent. Well, we're looking for it. Now, so you're going to take a couple of weeks off, you said? Yeah, if it's okay with you guys, I'll go away for a month oh, yeah. and I'll come back and do, we'll, we'll, I'll report on the, um, in mid March is always a flurry of gigantic name trades. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll find out where Aaron Rodgers is going. Some of these other big shots are sort of in limbo. Uh, Derek Carr, and so some of that will shuffle out that week. So I'll call and report on that if you'll have me. Sounds good. Well, have a nice month off, and we'll talk to you in uh, in mid uh, March. Thanks, Stocky. That sounds great. Thanks so much, guys. Always a pleasure. Thanks for another Thanks, great Pally. season. You guys uh, put a smile on my face every every call. Always. So well, you do. Take the it same, easy, though. and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good, Stocky <laughs> Kanemopoulos, right, ladies and gentlemen. That is going to do it. We will talk to you tomorrow. Uh, we have more people uh, popping on this week. I think we're going to try to get Brittany and uh, Rudy in studio one day, which would be kind of fun to do. 
Uh, Tevin, of course, comes in on Wednesday. Everybody, it's going to be a, a great week. And looking forward to starting the new show a week from today on February 20th on the Hubbard uh, the Hubbard Network. So that would be great. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family. Take care.